Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make. The choices other people make. This is a podcast that explores all things as they relate to dating, romance, and relationships. Why we sometimes ignore or miss the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, psychological manipulation, mental illness, addiction, and so much more. Join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants, anonymous guest dating stories, and experts who share their wisdom so I can help you navigate the dating terrain. If you are new to the show or have been following me from the beginning, hold on tight for the Anonymous Andrew Experience. Now on to the show. Greetings, Anonymous Andrew, Anonymous Andrew Podcast, Life and the Choices We Make. And it is the day after Christmas, so I hope everybody who celebrated Christmas had a very Merry Christmas, and it is still the holidays. We still have New Year's Eve coming up in a few days, so I'm hoping everybody is safe and healthy and enjoying themselves. And today, I have an episode for you that I've been waiting to bring to you. You know, season two is, has been all about dating. And part of that dating experience is the dating apps. As you know, I have been doing a lot of research on all the dating apps while being on many of them, you know, they all started back in the in the mid two thousands. Match dot com, eHarmony, they were uh, they were all web based. You didn't have them on a smartphone. Um, they were you had to log on from the computer. Today, fifteen twenty years later, there are dozens and dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, depending on globally dating apps that are are downloadable, and what separates them from each other not much if you look at each one of them they all pretty much have the same algorithm the same style but i found one that's different and uh, i like it uh so far uh it's called filter off and i was able to get the ceo and founder of this video dating app and i'll explain that and he'll explain what that means So up next, my interview with Zach Schlein of Filter Off. Enjoy, and we'll talk to you on the other side. Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Anonymous Andrew and Season 2. And I have a special treat for you tonight. I have a gentleman named... Zach Schlein. Schein? Zach, say, I always screwed that up. So introduce yourself, please. Welcome. Zach Schlein. Thanks so much for having me. (laughs) Okay. You know, I write it down and I I phonetically spell it out and I always mess it up anyway. Zach Schlein is the co-founder and CEO of a video dating app 
called Filter Off. And I'm going to stop there and hand it off to Zach. And Zach, tell us all about that. Yeah. So first of all, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, Filter Off, it's a video speed dating app. It's available on Android and iOS. And how it works is every day, the system sends you uh, curated matches. And if you like any of these matches, and if they also like you, uh, you have an opportunity to go on a video speed date with them. So the video date uh, lasts four minutes in length, and you can play different icebreaker games. And it just gives you a quick, fun way to see if there's some chemistry with that person. And then once the date concludes, uh, you could then say if you like them or not. And then if you both like one another, you could then message or hop, hop back on a longer video speed date. Okay. So there's no texting involved. It's strictly, they see a database of, of so I'm a male, I'm looking for a woman. I, I So you present me with a database of women that might match my criteria maybe I, I put in the criteria i'm looking for yeah so every day you'll be sent about 10 different women based off your criteria and if you like any of those women and they also end up liking you uh, we put you into a match you could then message uh, but the messaging is purely to kind of coordinate a time to video chat and have a little small talk um, and then you go on to the video date and there's once you do match with someone uh, you only have five days um, or the match expires. So the, I think the the beauty of filter off is it leads to this video speed date in a really uh, easy, easy way. Yeah. I, my experience on the dating apps and just recently I had something interesting happen. It tends that there's two types of people, some that like to text endlessly, like they'll just text and text and text or you send them a text and it takes 24 hours for them to text back to you. And uh, they don't seem to want to get off the app. They don't want to pursue it. And, and then there's the other ones who seem to do not want to endlessly text and they want to get off the app, but you got to be careful of those because obviously we know that if they try to push you off the app too quickly, there there's something behind that. Um, so, so the te the texting so you're saying the texting aspect is limited it's it, you pretty much just match you say hello and then you go right into the video yeah so again the beauty is given that it expires within 5 days it forces them to go on a video speed date because if they want to keep texting back and forth the match just ends up expiring They're expiring right yeah and so all right, so you send me 10 women, I choose one of them, and do they have to match back with me? Yep, she's notified, and then she has the option to like you, and if she likes you, you're entered into a match with this uh, individual, and where you can then coordinate the time to jump on your first video speed date. Great, so then she and I will work out a night, a day, a night, time, and all that. Yep. Okay, great. I I think this is a great idea. It it takes away some so much of the uh, either the confusion or the complication or the navigation of these dating apps. They're just so uh, complicated. And uh, I, I was interviewing two women the other night, just two ordinary women in their thirties that I know, 
and they're done with the dating apps. They're just they've they've thrown their hands up and they just they're done. They're, they they don't know what to do. So I think something like this breaks the mold, you know. And um, okay, um, you also have a matchmaking service. Is that separate? Yeah. So what we notice was a lot of people would get these matches and they're like, Hey, I want more refined matches. I want people to be vetted before I speak to them. And we're like, Oh, how do we make this a more personalized, a more curated experience where someone could actually even have some handholding when it comes to like having coaching. So a lot of singles just don't know how to date effectively. And that's why we introduced this matchmaking service. So we have two tiers. We have a pro as well as an elite tier. The pro version gives you a matchmaker. So it works the same way. So instead of our system sending you 10 matches, it's actually a matchmaker, a human matchmaker that will be sending you the matches right to the filter off app. And you can review them. And if you like them, uh, the matchmaker then will reach out on your behalf. They'll text them or email them um, and even call them and they'll vet them and see if they're actually a good fit for you. So the matchmaker learns about what you like and what you don't like. And if they seem like a good fit, they'll actually then help you coordinate your video video speed date. Um, so that's the pro version. If you want more hands-holding and coaching on the lead version, your matchmaker will actually... Uh, provide dating coaching. They could review your bio, your photos. Before your first video date, they could help you in prep. After the video date, they could do a post-date analysis on how it went, what didn't work, what worked well. So it's really just like, uh, they're really just there for you to yeah. be successful. Um, so yeah, we offer uh, different tiers. Um, it is a, you could use this app totally for free. Um, or you could end up hiring a matchmaker and try to have the most work with the most uh, someone who just is on your side, getting you dates and helping you find your soulmate. Wait a minute. You just said a word that just boggled my mind. You said the word free. Yeah. You there's a free version of this. That's correct. So like the basic um, is totally free to use. Like I, I, I think it's extremely important that, um, any dating app, we shouldn't prevent you from finding love. Um, however, if you want a more personalized experience, a human working for you, then there's uh, different tiers. But yes, the basic version is totally free to use. And it has no limits. So if I join this, just the video speed dating, if I joined, you will send me 10 matches a day or whatever it is. And That's correct. And I I will be matched. Well, this, the process you just explained to me. Yeah, the first process I explained. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And if you want something uh, where someone is reaching out on your behalf, texting for you, calling for you, yeah. setting up the dates, then you could hire a matchmaker uh, through our platform. And this is a filter off matchmaker. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm very intrigued i have been on five or six of the most popular dating apps in the past year uh, just like just think of the top one i might as well just say eHarmony, match our time uh bumble hinge you know the top 
pen and uh, none of them uh, of course one could argue my profile could use some work and maybe the pictures but uh and, and i'm not saying i haven't talked to women i've gone on about a dozen dates but they just didn't go anywhere but just like I'm finding with these two women I spoke to the other night and other people that I'm talking to, the dating apps are becoming saturated with too many people uh, and complications that it's just becoming very difficult. The whole thing is, I, I, even myself, I'm, I'm like, Bumble just expired and I'm not renewing it. I, I'm done. I've been with Bumble six months and it's just whatever. I, I'm going off on a tangent. So this sounds like something that because I like I, I'm one of those people that don't like endless texting. Good morning. Hello. How are you? How was your day at the end of the day? Whatever. And and but all that small talk goes nowhere. And and. I, I I want to get into the meat and potatoes and and I am a I think as you might agree men are very visual creatures so uh, seeing somebody like I'm looking at you right now and I can get a much better sense of what you look like than in a picture that I don't know when was taken uh, you know within the last year or the last ten years so I, I I'm finding this extremely intriguing so okay um i see here does a do you use any ai in in filter off yeah so we do um so we use ai to provide better experiences so we use it in a couple different ways so the first way uh, which is actually one of the ways that kind of put us up on the map it got covered by some of the largest uh publications uh, we use AI to detect scammers. So we essentially detect a scammer. So scammers for your audience, um, it's reported that some of the major dating apps, um, that a significant percentage are scammers, like upwards of 25 to 50%. Yeah. Uh, tremendous number. We can detect these scammers. And once they're detected, we put them in what we call dark dating pool. We then introduce bots into this dark dating pool and the <laughs> bots communicate to these scammers. Oh, I love it this. Really pisses them off. Because oh, the scammers it. are trying to scam the bots and <laughs> each bot has a different personality. So there's some bots that are very sweet. And then there's also some bots that are very angry. So they start cursing at the scammers. Oh. What it allows for it is just allows, it just makes the scammers get so frustrated. They just give up because once you delete a scammer account, they just create a new one. So yeah. this is the, uh, how we constructed this, how we built this is the most effective it. way to uh, flush out scammers. I love it. I love it. I, I was scammed um, at least once, uh, maybe more catfished, but, there was a woman who presented herself and we went on a date, but there was her partner who they were after they were trying to, I'm guessing steal my identity. Somehow they got my Wi-Fi password. So yeah, I, I was, I fell victim to a scammer because I wasn't, I wasn't being smart and I invited her back to the house and uh, she asked me for the Wi-Fi password. And then the next thing I know, two days later, um, uh, 
somebody on my block told me that 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 same car that was here on Sunday because they saw her, she would go out and smoke, which I don't know why I was dating a smoker, but um, she went out to smoke. So they recognized her car because she would lean against it. They came to me, knocked on my door and they said, hey, just to let you know that while you were at work on Wednesday, that car that was here on Sunday was sitting in front of your house for a half an hour. And there were two people in the car. So apparently they were, my guess is they were trying to hack into my Wi-Fi. Um, but I that that's that's funny. I, I the artificial intelligence interacting with the with the scammers. I, I would love to, you know, I have Robokiller, uh the app to stop robocalls, and they have uh Samuel L. Jackson and a couple of celebrities that will answer your calls for you and they, they make fun of the uh, the robocallers, and so it's kind of the same principle, although it's not artificial intelligence, but um, it's like beating the scammers that they're trying to beat them at their own game. I think that's clever. That's <laughs> makes me laugh. Uh, okay, so so that's built in. So what what you're saying is when I use this video dating service, the chance of me coming across a scammer is slim to none. Yeah, so that's the beauty. And when we detect them, when a scammer joins within 24 hours, they're already detected and put in a dark dating pool. Yeah. And that dark dating pool is basically a database, is what you're saying. You're like, well, it's like you could think of it as like being part of the app, but it's a part of the app that regular users don't have access to. Right. So these scammers are essentially matching with each other and they're also <laughs> matching with bots. <laughs> wow. I love it. Oh, Zach, that's just fantastic. Uh, somebody's got to do something. And and it doesn't seem like, you know, I was on, I'm on Silver Singles, I think. And I, I got contacted by a woman. And right in, right in her profile, she tries to spell out her email. Uh, you know how they cleverly try to, they put Gmail in one spot and they put something. It's so obvious. And I reported it to Civil, Silver Singles or whatever. I forget the name of the app. And they basically ignored me. They were they didn't do anything about it. And obviously, if somebody is putting their email in their profile, they're, I would think they're trying to get you off the dating app and to email them and then begin their scam. So, okay. Um You have so. By the way, how long has Filter Off been on the scene? How 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 old is it? Yeah, we launched uh, right before the pandemic. Oh, good timing! Wow, it was good timing, and then it got picked up by the New York Times and the BBC, and that was really kind of the the start to our growth. So, you're telling me when I finish this call with you. I can go into the Apple store and download filter off and just sign up. And is there a Mac OS version or is it just for the iOS? Do you know? Yeah. So in terms of the registration it has to be done through the Google play or the Apple app store. Uh, once you're already registered, you could then use it on the web. You could log back in on the web, but the initial sign up is through the mobile apps. Okay, but is there an app for the Mac desktop is what I'm asking? No, or, not for uh, the Mac desktop. Okay, so you have to use your cell phone to download it and start it. Okay, and then yeah, you- Or but, iPad as well. It just has to be on like the Apple. Yeah, gotcha. iPad or, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, the Mac desktop is Apple, but it's I know it's a different platform. It's a different. So, yeah, yeah, it's a different yeah. platform. Okay. So download it on my cell phone, and then I can go use it on the web. Correct. Correct. Okay. And the video feature is built into the. I, we don't have to exchange phone numbers. We don't have to exchange emails. That's great. Okay. I I think you just got a new. Is so if I join for free. The only next tier up is the pro, correct? So we do have a subscription tier, um, which allows you to get more dates every day, gives you boosts, um, gives you uh, a way to show, express that you like them even more. Uh, okay. So, And then we also have in-app purchases as well. Okay. Like sent like hinge dud like you can buy roses or something yeah you whatever. could buy more people that you could like that day so the most common in-app purchase is like i want to get more people to like um or a boost or maybe your date is expiring uh you could do an extend on that date but the subscription gives you all of that um as well great i i i, I well thought out I, I i have to tell you so um in my opinion i think it's great um, I, I'm going to give that a shot. I, I, I don't know if I have time tonight to, to do the whole thing, but I think you talked me into it. Let's talk a little bit. So let's just say for argument's sake that you're an expert in the dating field, the, the, the digital dating field. Uh, have you, or had you worked for any of the other dating apps prior to opening up filter off? No, I did run a dating blog uh, that reviewed different dating apps and hacks uh, for millennials. I ran that about, it's probably been like 10 years now. Um, and then aside from that, I used to run Hinge's subreddit um, and grew that uh, to over 40,000 people. Um, so my experience is uh, building that community and building that uh, blog as well as being an avid user of dating apps. So I, I'd like to ask you a question, but I don't, I, I think I, I, I know what the typical answer is. Let's say that there are, and I know I have an audience that are on dating apps. Uh, what do you think, are you hearing what I'm hearing that the dating apps are just becoming more complicated and more cumbersome and more difficult to use is it the dating apps or is it the people on the dating apps have you any thoughts on that uh, i mean listen what it comes down to is dating apps are deeply flawed um and the key to unlocking that and there's a number of reasons and we could talk about why they're deeply flawed and there's different issues for men and women very different issues um but they're flawed on both sides and uh, they're built in a way that's extremely addicting. So it's being addicting and it doesn't it doesn't lead to often positive outcomes. Um, and when I say a positive outcome, as in like a relationship or a partner or soulmate and potentially marriage. Um, and the key comes down to matchmaking. And that's why in a very curated way, the challenge with matchmaking is that the price tag is outrageous yeah. for traditional matchmakers. I yeah. mean, typically $6,000 or more a month right. yeah. 
yeah. for a matchmaker. Some wow. I've met matchmakers, some charge $25,000 a month. Yeah. Um, and then they argue, well, I'm going to help you get married. And that's not always the case. Some, listen, some are amazing, help lead to love. It's just like the average person can't afford that. No. Um, so that was kind of why we introduced our matchmaking service at a fraction of the price um, and why we've built and designed the app in the way we have, which is kind of lead to that video date. Um, yeah. So I, I, it's for a number of those reasons why dating apps are deeply flawed and why people kind of are very frustrated with them. And, and, and I want to maybe touch upon that for a second, but let me just quickly go back to the matchmaking and the, the cost. So I, I've had some matchmaking on here and I've had some elite matchmakers interviewed and you're right that some of them were $25,000 but she made it clear that these were for CEOs and people in the seven figures type, you know, so $25,000 is a write-off for them in their business. They could hide it somewhere in their business. Um, yeah. So, but even the, even the lower tier matchmaking at 6,000, it's a lot of money for somebody like myself, $6,000 a month is, basically my income. And so that would, that would wipe me out. Yeah. What? So we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but give me some, what do you think are some of the flaws of, of the popular dating apps? You don't have to name any if you don't want, but. Yeah. I mean, we could talk and I could break it down by men and women. Um, so for men, the challenge is most, it's about the majority of the likes that men receive are coming from the very top percent of men. So most men um, are getting very few likes. Um, two, most men are spending a significant amount of time swiping. And it's literally like a game. It's like playing slots. It's like the next swipe right may lead to my soulmate. So it's very addicting. And they designed it that way. And Tinder is the one that designed the swipe and. 2012 when it was introduced um the other challenge for men is women are being bombarded by men so women are getting thousands of matches so the likelihood of a them seeing your match even if they start a so initially seeing your match and then b even if they already started a conversation with you they're probably in theoretically a hundred other conversations yep. if not more so they may just forget about you or maybe like that initial conversation wasn't exciting or maybe they went for dinner and then, yeah. So something, it, something better came along. Yeah, exactly. They had a new match of a better looking guy or something that he said that was funnier or just it's, it's also like recency bias, right? Like something new, it's shiny, even though the recency bias may literally be a day. Um, yeah. So it's just designed to work really poorly for men. And it's also designed to work really poorly for women when it comes to being inundated. So women are just being inundated. Like oftentimes a new woman who joins, a woman who joins an, uh, one of those larger dating apps within 24 hours, they may have 2000 likes. And I'm not joking, 2000 likes. It's like, what do you do with 2000 likes? And that's the other reason why matchmaking is so effective is they could basically take that load off you. And it's like, hey, you don't have to sift through all these profiles. Like, I'll do it for you. 
Um, it's like a dating concierge just to help you find that diamond in the rough. But it, it's just, it's ridiculous on both sides. And it's only getting worse. Um, and they continue to design apps in a way that continues to be very addicting. And, uh, and it always feels you're one step closer to finding love. Do you, um, do you know what the percentage is? Because I, I have something came up the other day in talking to these two women. What the percentage is of men to women on dating apps? Are there yeah. more women versus men? No. You're typically so, like eHarmony or or Match. Yeah, so most of the uh, traditional dating apps, let's say, Match, it's a more, it it's still uh, like a Match.com. It's still uneven, but like an app like Tinder, uh, it's been reported eighty to ninety percent men. Um, so it's very male heavy, um, and similarly to like a Bumble or any of the major dating apps, uh, Hinge. Um, when it comes to matchmaking, it's usually more women than men. Right. Oftentimes, women pay, and and that's similarly to like going to a speed dating event. Oftentimes, it's more women that attend. Um, so it's interesting how the apps definitely attract uh, more men than women. Um, for us, it's 65% men, 35% women. Um, and it also comes down this issue of like the paradox of choice, where it's like, when there's just too many options, it's it's just, yeah. you can't comprehend. And that's why on Filter Off, we intentionally give you uh, a limited number every day. Um, with your matchmaker, we give we send you a limited number, but they're super curated. Um, so that's like it's a very different way of looking at dating, and I I think it's the healthiest way of dating. So I I have a question for you because I was talking to these two women the other night, and the episode will air shortly. When I subscribed to Match eHarmony and Our Time, and my subscription ran out, I I did not re-sign up, did not resubscribe. Within a week or two or three, I started getting flooded with emails, 20% off, 40% off. eHarmony is pounding me with 60% off. Come back. We'll give you 60% off. The One of the women who was on the episode, she also was on another app. I think it was Match. And she her subscription had ended. She wasn't getting any coupons or or invites to come back without with coupon with the uh, discounts, and I thought that was interesting. So my theory was that there were too many women, and they were trying to get more men to come back. But now what I'm hearing from you is that it's more men on these dating apps. Why do you think that they don't? In in this one woman's case, she's not being offered coupons to come back, code yeah. discount codes. Yeah, it comes down to buying behavior. Uh, men are more likely to uh, pay on dating apps than women. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, like, I imagine that individual will get targeted, whether maybe retargeting on social, like Facebook ads, or um, or maybe get an email at a later date, or perhaps even they will boost her profile um, and say lots X number of men want to date you or vice versa. Men, they may boost the male profile just to like get them like, 
These are all the people that want to date you that you're missing out on. And that creates the fear of missing out. So they artificially inflate profiles to get you back on. Um, And they did that to me on Bumble because the day after my Bumble expired, they told me I had four matches all of a sudden. All week I had none. And then the day I ended, there were four matches. So they must have boosted my profile. Yeah. to get to get likes and now now they want me to come back and pay to see the likes yeah so i mean i can't say that for certain for legal reasons but uh yeah that <laughs> is a a strategy that a dating app could potentially take to get men back in um and i would imagine this woman this individual she will get marketed again um but in a less aggressive way right um and maybe it's and remember, the prices are often different for men and women as well on many oh, really? dating apps. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Many dating apps will charge a premium for men. Sometimes it's free for women because they just want to get women. Yeah. It's just think about it as like what it comes down to is like they need women. And that's, and that's oftentimes, and again, not saying any dating apps do this, but that's oftentimes where they don't care about scammers because it's like, it's these like beautiful women scammers and like, well, it's attracting the guys that makes them want to use our app. So it's a lot of shadiness in this industry, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And that's what's exactly number one, why I had you on number two, why my season two is about dating because I want to sort through all this and try to figure out. I, I think my goal would be at the end of season two would be my recommendation to the audience. What would be the best, viable option to to find your partner by researching all of this you answered a question of mine um i I do i have another question for you but uh i was talking to a woman for a week we had matched she was a star trek fan and i'm a star trek fan and i commented on her but this was on bumble and i bumble you can comment on their picture and I said, oh, I'm a Trekkie, blah, 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 something. And three weeks later, she finally answers me. And we go into a dialogue for five days, start talking about Star Trek and you know the old days and whatever. And we were really hitting it off. And then she says to me, I would like to get off the dating app. I'm just not into endless texting. And I said, me too. And I gave her my number. Now I have a Google number. So I gave her my Google number. And the next morning I got a text from her saying, Good morning. I hope you have a fabulous day. Uh, it, it's it it has a chill. It was I'm in New York, so autumn is coming, and it was a little chilly. So she had commented on how chilly it was, <clears throat> and then this was at six o'clock in the morning, and I responded. I said, "Okay, hey Jane." Uh, now, by the way, she had I had already given her my number, so now we're on cell phones, and. So the first text I got from her was this text. So I said, hey, Jane, if you would really like to move this along, get off the endless texting, let's do a video this weekend. We could do Zoom. I told her I have Zoom. I have a couple of videos. Or we can go back on Bumble and use video Bumble's video feature. And just let me know what works for you. One hour later, I get a text from her. I don't think we're a good match. Good luck. And then I, I got a thumbs up emoji. Yeah, she was clearly a scammer. Ah, you think so? Because I, I called her out on a video. Okay. I mean, the challenge is 
scammers will never want a video chat. It's uh, stupid, no. right? Because if they go on a video chat, they're going to claim my video chat doesn't work. But if they show their face, they're in a, you're going to see that they're not the person they say they are. They just want to like tie you in emotionally through text. And then they'll often be like, hey, I'm in a crunch. Do you mind like helping me out? And the biggest scam is actually uh, gift cards. Gift cards are the number one way people can get scammed. Yeah. So buying gift cards on like Amazon. Um so yeah, I mean, I, I think the feedback, whether or not use filter off is try to transition to a video chat as quickly as possible for A, to prevent scamming and B, also to prevent bad first dates. It's really unfortunate getting to a first date yeah. where there's no chemistry and now you just perhaps spent $100 or you just spent a lot of time and you could have used that in a different way. So I, I the audience knows this story. Over the summer, I was chatting with a woman who was head over heels over my profile and she couldn't wait to meet. And so we set up a date. Took I lived by the beach, so I took her down to the boardwalk. And as soon as we get down there, all of a sudden she starts asking me about how old I am and, and how old my pictures are on my profile. And, and I started, I sensed that this woman was fawning over me until she met me. And then everything turned around to where she was uncomfortable and couldn't wait to get out of there. And we did not do a video. So apparently whatever pictures I had up and they're not old pictures, they're all within the last year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Apparently what she saw in the pictures she didn't like in real life. And I think maybe have we had done a video that, like you said, we could have prevented a first, a first date fiasco. And that's what it was. It was a fiasco. It was a very un awkward, uncomfortable half hour sitting on the boardwalk because clearly she didn't want to be there. So, okay. <clears throat> um, in your bio, and I, 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 this one caught my eye and we talked about this before. Why is swiping bad for one's mental health? Yeah, I mean, we kind of touched upon it. I mean, it, it was meant to be kind of like a slot machine where the next swipe right may be your soulmate and just a very addicting uh, experience. And again, it's it's this paradox of choice. It feels, especially if you're in a major city, it almost feels like an unlimited supply of men yep. or women and you're just swiping through these people that don't even feel like people, but more like at a grocery store. Yep. Um, and it, it, again, it just leads to uh, feeling like that the next one may be that person. And then, and when you match with someone, it's very easy to be like, eh, I yeah. see something that doesn't seem right. Or you go on that first date and you're not head over heels over and you're like, yeah, I'm going to find something else. Um, and I mean, science shows like, if you kind of like them on the first date, like if you don't not like them, do a second date and a second date often like is super important because after the second date, you may be like, wow, I really like this person. Or you may realize, Hey, they're not a good fit. Yeah. But like, I mean, we're more and more impatient society. And, um, I think we also have, so now I'm talking about a diff few different things. And I think a lot of people have this kind of fantasy of, kind of Disney and falling in love. So there's, I think just many issues and the yep. dating apps and how they're designed and our society, how it's kind of the psychology behind it. It's just, everything is colliding at the same time and leading to just 
a really crazy experience for daters right now. I had heard somewhere in my research that the dating apps, including social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, are designed to hit that dopamine area as if you were doing a hit a crack or whatever drug of choice. It, it hits that same center of the brain. So yes, that swiping right or swipe, you know, keep swiping and swiping is, or like you said, gambling, it, it's that I'm going to, I'm going to hit my jackpot and, yeah. and, it, and you get it every time you swipe, you get a dopamine hit. And, and it, it's been scientifically, I think researched that they did MRIs in people's brains where it's lit up at the same as a drug addict or the same as an alcoholic or a gambler. So, yeah. And yeah. to add to that, you'll see a lot of individuals uninstall dating apps. They say, I've had enough. And then within a few days, they reinstall them. Yeah. Because it's the yeah. same. It's an addiction. The withdrawal. Um, they go through withdrawals. It, it's the exact same experience. Um, they may feel depressed. Um, and they also have that fear of missing out. Shoot, I'm off the apps that next swipe right, that next match that some or next person that liked me, maybe my person I'm missing out. Let me just take a sneak peek yeah. and they're back in it. Yeah. Um, and listen, it's, I'm not faulting these people for doing that. It's just how these apps are designed. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm so focused on right now is just building a better way to date in this era. And Zach, I think you have done that because uh, I listen, I, I've heard of speed dating for years and years and years, and I just never got into it because I, for me, I've been a serial dater and relationship, and I've always had luck on the dating apps. But as my audience knows, I get into relationships and for the wrong reasons, and then they, I sabotage it or, or whatever, and it explodes in my face. I, I, this concept, I think, is new to me the whole video dating and I, I can't wait to try it out so um okay we're going to wrap it up in a few minutes but i'd like to give you an opportunity to give us any final thoughts comments something about filter off that we didn't get to talk about and then tell us where we can find you yeah i mean i think what it comes down to and i shared this previously is whether or not you use filter off, I just highly recommend to always video date before meeting up in person. The beauty of using like an app like filter off, it's a time bound video date. So if you go on a video date on other apps, you may get stuck on there for a while. Um, also the beauty with filter off, you can also have the ability to uh, hire a matchmaker for a much more curated experience. And you could even get dating coaching. Um, you could find us on Apple app store or Google play store. Um, you can find me online as well. I'm on socials, um, Zach Schlein and filter off is also on all the socials as well. Um, and if you're interested in hiring a matchmaker, you could just purchase one, uh, that service right through our website, which is getfilteroff.com. And you're, do you have headquarters in all the major cities or everything's just done virtually these days? There's, there's no in-person meeting. Everything's done virtually, right? Yeah, so the experience, uh, yeah, we're in the major cities. Um, we're around the world, um, but we're in the major cities. Um, and then the matchmaking, you get a matchmaker. It's all 
virtual. Um, if you are on the on the lead version, uh, you'll you'll have the ability to chat with them over Zoom. Um, on the pro version, it's all done right through that. Great. All right, Zach, uh, I can't thank you enough. I season two was trying to decipher dating apps and navigate them and i i'm so happy that i found you and that you, you were you took the time out to come on and explain to us because i learned i i had the whole concept i thought there were more women on the dating apps and apparently it's more men on a dating apps and then i found out that they want more men on there than the women I, it's amazing some of the facts that you gave us so thank you so much and uh would you come back someday for sure of course all right. Okay, everybody. Uh, Zach Schlein, co-founder of and CEO of Filter Off Dating App, available on iOS and Google Play and Store. Android. Yep. And Android. Okay. Zach, thank you so much for joining me, and we'll talk to you soon. And I'll put all your, show no all your information in the show notes. You'll send it to me later. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time, Matt. A lot of fun. Thank you. I would like to thank Zach Schlein for joining me. I am super excited about this application, this new, well, I keep saying new, it's been around, Filter Off. And I have already downloaded it and I have a profile and I am using it. And it is very interesting. And of course, the one of the best perks about this dating app is that it is totally free. Of course, you can join and pay extra for more perks, but you do not need to. And you have each day they send you 10 matches for free and you can talk to these people. Video dating service. Check it out. I have it and I'm using it and I'd be interested. Listen, if you download any of these that, that, that I've been interviewing and you have success stories, I'd love to hear from you. What's going on in the dating world? I want to hear from my audience and see if you're having any luck. And wait till you hear what I have to tell you this weekend on my weekend rant. Anyway, that wraps up this episode. And of course, I'm going to ask you to stop and leave me a review. If you could take just two minutes, go down to the bottom of your app. And if you're on Apple, you can put five stars and leave a little review. If you're on Spotify, I believe now they're allowing reviews for each episode. So if you're listening on Spotify, please leave a review and tell a friend. There must be somebody you know, especially around the holiday season, who is either single or struggling in a relationship. Um stuck in a relationship doesn't know how to get out and you know that's my story uh maybe they would benefit from this podcast and if you're going to make a choice if you need to make a choice if you're in a relationship or dating somebody and you're looking to commit i urge you to take a day or two and ask yourself is this person the right person for me because I didn't do that three years ago. And now I have a podcast to tell you all about the misery I went through. 
I hope you enjoy the rest of your holiday. Look forward to the weekend rant. And until next time, ciao.